Welcome to another episode of the Press Coverage Podcast. I am your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And yeah, this is not the podcast you just listened to Tuesday morning. This is another episode, and I should be putting out one more this week after this one. But um, this is part two of the three-part series with me talking to some, you know, prep athletes, um, you know, high school kid, college, couple college kids, and just their different paths, their different stories, and di- uh, different th- things that they've had to overcome. And uh, Nick Alvarado, man, he will be on today to kind of talk about his story and how he got into football and some of the things that he had to overcome, including, you know, only being five foot seven and a lot of colleges, you know, overlooking him and going to camps and being the best defensive back there. But they're just saying, can't give you a scholarship because you're too short. So uh, we'll get into all that and more right here on the Press Coverage Podcast. All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. Blue Wire is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to save $10 on a value trial set, which includes a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trauma blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. You get all that for just $3 shipped right to your door. Enough with the cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's. Harry's is fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design and quality, durable blades at a very fair price. Harry's founders were tired of paying for the razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that has been making quality blades for over 95 years. So join the 10 men who have already tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. So again, make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for just three dollars. Joining me now is Nick Alvarado. Nick, hi. Hey, hey, Nick, before we start, um, you just got some more exciting news. Uh, and I know we're excited to kind of share that. Uh, we won't get into that now. Um, we'll get into some of these questions and then we'll let you talk about that as we go on. But um, how you doing, man? How's your day going? Uh, I mean, I'm doing great today. I mean, I'm having a great day. This past couple of days have just been super exciting. Um, this is really just super cool to even be on this podcast with you right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to be a, a platform to just kind of uh, talk about, you know, there's three guys that I, I decided to bring on. You, um, there's this, uh, another corner that's going to North Carolina, and then Nick, Nick Jones, who I recently had on the last podcast. And um, you guys have three different paths, and I just kind of wanted to highlight – just the grind of, you know, playing football, uh, you know, trying to get a scholarship, you know, the academics part of it, the athletics part of it, the politics part of it, uh, which you're kind of dealing with, uh, you know, just certain things that you can't control. So we'll get into all that. But um, before we get into that, I have one question I, I asked the last guy and I'm going to ask you. Do you watch football? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I always watch football, like. If I'm not, like I'm watching football or like I'm playing Madden or I'm on Twitter like watching other like learning football, um, just like everything I do for the past couple of years has just been like all about football. So so yeah, I watch a ton of football. Nice, nice, nice. And the reason why I say that is because um, now I, I don't know if it's just like your guys' era or what whatever, but you know I know you guys your attention spans aren't 
as good it seems. So you guys don't watch football like that? I, I don't know. It's like I, I, there's not too many young kids um, that I'm around where I'm like, hey, did you guys watch the game on Sunday? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I saw like two minutes of it. It's like, man, you guys don't watch football? What the heck? So that's, oh. the, that's why that's the first question I ask is like, do you watch football? Because, you know, I grew up and it was like, man, on Sundays, you know, if you're not at church, you're at home sitting down watching some football games. That's what I do. Like, I got the red zone. And then I just watch the Giants, and that's all I do Sunday. But I know what you mean. Like, I got little brothers, and they ain't never watching it. What inspired you to play football? How would you get into football? Um, I had just always, all my friends had always played football. So I didn't start playing until uh, seventh grade. So I had always, I had always played hockey. Like, ever since I was really little, I played hockey. Because, um, like, football's not even that big. I'm from Long Island, New York, and, like, there's really not a lot of football out here. Like, it's not big at all. So I played hockey until seventh grade, and I was, I was like at a high level, like across the country, across the world. But I just like didn't really love it anymore. And all my friends were playing football, so I was like, I'm gonna join the team, and I joined the team. And then ever since seventh grade, I haven't stopped. Like it's just been, it's just been great. Yeah, so you picked up kind of late, you know, you know. I, I look at New York and you know the East Coast. Like we look at you guys more as like basketball. So, yeah, I know football is kind of hard to, you know, gain a little bit of attraction. And, the you know, I talked about the politics of, of it. And um, you you have another thing that you're fighting uh, with your lack of height, right? So you're only, you know, 5'7", five, 5'8". Five right. You're, you're fighting that. And then now you're just fighting something where, you know, kind of a demographic thing where, you know, you're born on the East Coast, you know, New York, which isn't as big, you know, for football. How You know, how have those challenges between your height, between where you were born, you know, the state you're playing in, how have the, how have those things kind of, you know, affected your ability to kind of, you know, gain exposure? Um, I mean, my height has been killing me for a while. Like I've had coaches at camp straight up tell me like, "Oh, we can't. Like we're not gonna be able." Like you were, he was like, you know, you were you were you were the best dude here. Like your feet, your foot, your hips, all this stuff. And he was like, you know, we just can't recruit you, uh, because of your like because of your height. And like I, I got in that a few times. Like I don't know. So it's the height. The height thing is definitely holding me back. Like I mean, I come in. I don't look the part, but like I don't know. I've just been coming in and and clamping up. But I, the height definitely holds me back. And then being from New York, like especially Long Island, like a lot of people don't think that we even play football out here. So it's like getting across like these, like outside New York, like outside the East Coast, getting looks from these other schools. It's definitely been tough, but like you and a bunch of other guys on Twitter have helped me out so much with that. So it's really, I'm really thankful for that. So, so you brought me up, man, and and, and uh, so I'll kind of give people a backstory of how we met because I don't know this kid Nick Alvarado, and I and I always talk about that, like you know, when I put your, when I post or retweet, you know, things that you tweet out, um, it's because I genuinely feel like, hey, man, like this kid's very talented, and somebody needs to take notice of it. And I always say, like, I don't know this kid. The reason why is because a lot of times people think oh, well, this person is pushing this person because they train him or, oh, that's his little brother or his cousin or, you know, all these different things. Me, I, I, I just look and I see somebody that's extremely talented. And for someone like me that actually played the position, I know how hard a lot of the things that you're doing are. You know, those aren't things that are normal, right? Mm -hmm. So um, how we kind of got into contact was you just sent me DMs, right? You sent me DMs and it was like clips of, of you at a camp. Uh -huh. And um, I get DMs, dude, like, I, you know, it kind of started, I guess, once I started kind of talking a lot about football on Twitter, I would just randomly get DMs from, I mean, anywhere between, like, you, you know, kids like you, high school, 
um, mm-hmm. kids to like college kids to kid dudes in like CFL and all type of stuff, and they would just say, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" Well, you you DM me and you sent it, and I was like, "Okay, another kid sending me something," so I'm looking at it. I'm like, "Damn, hold on, this kid's hella good." So then that was when I asked you. I said, "Do you have any offers?" And you were like, "Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't have any offers, man." And I'm like, "Damn." So this kid, there's no offers, but you know, I'm looking at the, you know, everything that he's doing, and I, I think it's like unbelievable. So then that was why I really was, you know, got behind what you were doing and a lot of the clips that you're posting. And we'll talk about the power of Twitter and kind of how that has kind of helped you. But I, I just want to say like. Kudos to you for just reaching out to different people and trying to get yourself out there as much as you can, and um, and you know now that's finally paying off. But so before we get into the other stuff, um, I want to talk about like, do you have any heroes or anybody that you know has been impactful in your life? Um, somebody maybe you know I know your friends were playing football, but maybe like someone that motivated you to play, you know, right. a shorter NFL player, you know whatever the case is. Like, what was your inspiration behind? Uh, I mean, who has been your hero? And you know the more impactful person in your whole this whole process. I mean, so it's definitely it's been a couple guys. So I had like at first, like I was just playing ball because it was fun. Like I just loved to play it. I looked up to Victor Cruz. Um, at first, I'm a Giants fan from a football standpoint. Um, that's just who I always liked. He was a Puerto Rican receiver. I used to play receiver. I was a Puerto Rican receiver, so I was like, all right, that's my guy. But every day, it had definitely my dad. He just always like showing me the way, like. And like kept me on track and like kept me focused. And then, and then recently, like once I got to high school, I mean, obviously it's still my dad, but now I have my trainer, uh, Trev, uh, Trev Coaston. I don't know, like I don't know if you, I don't know if you met him or if you know him at all, but he's he's on he's Aim Precision on Twitter and on Instagram, and he's really yeah, been I'm, like I'm very familiar. I, I don't know him personally, but I'm definitely you know very familiar with his work and and kind of you know. Uh, I, I've looked into him a lot more since seeing a lot of things that you're doing. I'm like, man, if he's getting this kid nice like this and just helping you, um, let me look into what he's doing. So, yeah, I, I like a lot of the stuff that he's doing. I know I follow him on, you know, different social media platforms. Yeah, so he, he's been, I mean, he's been great. Like he's like I said, he's been like a big brother to me. Um, I train with him like four or five times a week while I was in the gym. And I can call him whenever. Like he's, he's just really great. I mean, and f- football-wise, all of his athletes, like, all of his athletes are dogs. Like we're all, everyone can go and get it done. Um, and just being from New York, like we don't have a lot of exposure right now. But well, I think once like the country gets to see us, it's really gonna, it's like really gonna blow up because we're really doing something special over here. Do you play seven on seven at all? Um, no, my like, I did one seven on seven with just like an outside team with some of the younger kids at my school actually. Um, but like my school doesn't really do any. We're going to the Stony Brook one. This weekend, but that's gonna be our first. Seven on seven phenomenon. It hasn't really caught on yet to the East Coast, huh? Uh, no, it, it has. We just my school hasn't really been um really been a part of it. Uh, really, we've just been. I mean, as far as like travel team, because here, I mean, you know, the 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 high schools do it during the summer, like over June and July. But leading up to that, you know, I'd say from January, late January until May, you're with kind of like a travel team, uh, AAU. Uh, travel 707 team you know to say yeah i know um i've had some of my buddies uh my boy uh douglas mcneil he played in, in the nfl for a little bit i played in the arena league with him he's still looking like okay hey croc how do you how do you get a whole 707 team how do you do it 
Um, you know, he's from Baltimore, so I know it hasn't caught on big time, you know, there yet. Yeah, I mean, there there definitely is some that there's a bunch that have reached out to me about playing, but um, just my I had talked to my coaches about it, and it was just it was gonna be it was the coaches in our division, the like teams in our division, they didn't really want me to go and play with them, so that was really. So I didn't. So I didn't do it. So let's talk about the power of Twitter. We we talked about how you reached out to me, and you know you you've kind of put your stuff out there. But do you want to talk about what you know has come from that? You know the, what's happened over the last few days. What happened about twenty minutes ago? Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, so like three days. Well, maybe like last Friday. I think it was on Friday. Maybe I put together that two minute video just on my one on ones this summer. I I tagged you. I tagged Coach uh, Coach Swoosh from Twitter, who I've been talking to over in Maryland. He's helped me out a lot, also. Um, I think I tagged Chad Wilson in it. Just a bunch of D, like good DB guys that I know, like if they saw it and they liked it, like it could give me a lot of exposure. And and you guys, I mean, you retweeted it, you put it on that on the press coverage thing, and then it really just blew up like crazy, uh, bigger than I ever imagined. Um, my recruiting, it was, I mean, it was going, it was all right, but it, like, my phone went nuts, like, 50, 70 messages. <laughs> Schools across the country that I would have never talked to, like, and big time, some big time FBS programs, too, that, I mean, would have definitely never heard of me if it wasn't for Twitter. That's amazing. And you've gotten a couple offers from that. Uh, yeah, so, I, yeah, like you said, like, 20 minutes ago, right before we got on this, I just got a call. I got my second offer um, from Western New Mexico, actually. Um, I've been looking at them a while, so I'm pretty excited about that one. Oh, man, so that's, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the clips right now, and there's 123 comments, there's 1,300 1, uh, retweets, over 5,000 5, likes. I mean, that, that's a lot of people that that kind of, you know, got a hold of the video, watched it, liked it. Um, how, how does that make you feel, you know, after, like, all the hard work and knowing, like, man, I'm at a size disadvantage, but even then there's a lot of people that appreciate and respect, you know, what I'm able to do. Right. I mean, it feels great. Like, it, and it's super humbug too. Like, but it's definitely cool to just see everything that I've been working for for so long. And I mean, I had so many people, like when I tell you so many, like everybody except for probably like, my dad and like my trainer and a few coaches, like tell me I, this would never happen. Like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. So it's just real, it's just real cool for me to, to, for it to really be happening. I mean, I have NFL dudes retweeting it. I got Joe Mixon tagging, like, the Oklahoma coaches, commenting on it. Like, that's great. Like, I had him on my fantasy <laughs> last year. And he posted on Twitter. That, that, that's just crazy. Like, Dory Jackson liking it. It's It was just wild. Like, it was real. It was so cool. I got, like, 700 followers from it. Um, dudes in my DMs, like, yo, you have any tips for me? Like, how, like, it's just been really humbling, cool. It's been awesome. Like, I've been blown away by it. I never would have imagined something like this. Wow, wow, wow. So, so, what what type of things do you do to get better? I know you work with Aim Precision. What what are the things that you guys focus on as far as you know improving your your you know your overall game as a defensive back? Right. So, I mean, we we really hit everything. He um he broke it down. I started working with him about like a year and a half over a year ago, like a year and a half, two years ago. And he's just had a plan. Like, we were just going to build my game um, from, like, we were going to build it. And we just went step by step. Like, we start with, like, basic movement. And we, like, just fundamental break, like, break down every movement. And we do it faster. And just, like, so until I get it smooth and smooth. And then 
I'm in the weight room with him too, lifting, but it's really just repetition. It's just hours. It's just hours of, of practice. And then the stuff that he's got, like Trev is a genius. Like the stuff that he's got drawn up is like, it's crazy. He, he'll make a baller like out of anybody. <laughs> That's what's up. And maybe, you know, this will kind of help him and people see, you know, what he's done for you and, you know, possibly what he could do for them, you know? I mean, I hope so. I hope so. All right, so um, I'm going to uh, end this conversation with uh, a few rapid-fire questions. <laughs> All right. So um, there's just a few random questions I asked the last guy, Nick. And Nick uh, Nick Jones, he also had heard about you, too. He was like, oh, yeah, I saw, you know, Nick. He was like, Nick Alvarado. I saw him, you know, oh. his videos and stuff. So he knew where you, who you were, too. And he's an uh, incoming freshman at Ball State. So right. that's how yeah. much your video is kind of getting around. It is, but, it's uh, just, so um, I'm gonna ask a few questions. The first one is, what's your favorite food? My favorite food, uh, sushi or burritos. Okay, I don't know. Those are two things that we're really big on here too. Like, um, I'm from Stockton, California, and I feel like we're like the food truck capital as far as taco trucks. Uh-huh. Taco trucks on every corner. So taco truck burritos, tacos. Um, we're we're really big on that, and then obviously like sushi. Um, California, and that's crazy because the last one, uh, the last kid that we talked to, he was really big on seafood. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's really big out here. All right, so um, next question is, uh, do you have a celebrity crush? That's, nah, I got no celebrity crush. I've been, uh, I got my girl though. I've been with her for a long time, like two, like three years, about maybe over that, and she she holds it down though. Well, I, I'll say this. I'm married. I've been married, what, four years now? And I mean, we've been together a bunch of years, but I still have a celebrity crush, and that's Rihanna. But um, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, lastly, uh, is there anything that is, like, unique about yourself that maybe people don't don't know? Like, do you have, like, a hidden talent or anything? Um, I think something, like, I don't know. I don't know. I think something that a lot of people didn't know about me I mean, before this past few weekend was that, like, how I could play ball. I think that was something that when you look at me, you I don't think you would ever, you wouldn't really, you, it's tough to tell that. And I think that's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, that sounds good. So do you have any questions for me? Like, you know, I mean, it could be anything from, um, you know, my high school stuff and how I kind of wasn't, I wasn't, I was never like a big name or anything. And then. I went to junior college, uh, you know, obviously the Arena Football League, the NFL. I played with a bunch of different guys. you have any questions for me as far as, like, maybe a way I can help you or anything? Or Yeah, I mean, so, like, so you went to, you, I mean, you went to JUCO first, right, obviously, and then you went, where you you ended up at a Division two school after that, right? Yeah, so I went to, I actually went to two junior colleges, man. Um, the, the first one I went to was Delta College, which is in my hometown, Stockton. Um, I, I flunked out, and I had a kid at a young age, so, uh, you know, my, my my path started kind of getting windy from there. and I mean, I was out of school for three years before I went back to junior college at the age of 21, 22 years old. And from there, I got a scholarship to a Division two school. So um, my path, even to get to the university, uh, I made it a lot tougher than it had to be, for sure. Right. And then just your journey to get from there to the league and the arena league and everything, like what – like, I mean, obviously, like what – like what went into that? Believing in yourself, because there, no, no matter what, there's always gonna be people that doubt you. There's always gonna be people that say, "Oh, you can't do this and you can't do that." 
but there are always somebody else that did it as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, why not me? You know? So I, I just really, once I focused in on what it exactly it was I wanted to do, I worked harder than anybody. You know what I'm saying? I was out there three days, you know, three times a day, you know, running, lifting, um, working on my technique, um, just with, with my cousin, you know? So, you know, I just love the game. And I think during that three, those three, uh, those three years off, I realized there are not, there's not too much more I want to do in life than play football. So I had a right. different type of focus when I got back into it. So I just really went hard and I didn't take no for an answer. And I, and I bet on myself, you know, I took some chances and, you know, ultimately it, it, it paid off. You know, when I was with the Jets, there was this guy named Isaiah Trufant. Is it Isaiah? Right. I heard you talking about him on one of the, the other podcasts. Yeah. So dude, I, look, listen, I'm not joking at all. Dude was literally five foot five. Like, he was literally five foot five, maybe five six. And mm -hmm. he was, I saw him weigh in. Like, I'm standing right there. We're all weighing in. He weighed in at 155 pounds. This is a, a NFL defensive back. All right. So, if anything, and he had a, a crazy journey. He went, you know, he played at a university. Um, he had to go to, the arena league, he had to play in the UFL, he had to go do all these different things just to get an opportunity in the NFL. And once he did, he played a few years. But right. I say that because there's going to be a lot of people that doubt you, you know, because your lack of height. But you can't let that stop you from what you want to do. You have to bet on yourself. Uh -huh. you bet on yourself and you believe in yourself and you don't take no for an answer, you can do whatever you want to do, man. Right. I mean... Yeah, there's a there's a corner uh, there's a corner right now in the league who I've been kind of like that who I've been looking up to. I've been I watch a ton of his film because I mean Dante Dion he's on the Rams now. He was on the Giants for a little bit and like the same thing. I think he's about like five seven five eight. I think he's like about one fifty five. And he Rams so I'm I always watch his stuff just break down how he plays the game because you know he played it at he's playing at the highest level and if he could do it, um, I I mean I I want I could do it so that gives me a lot of motivation too. And you got something special, man. But hey, keep keep going, keep grinding. I know you have you have your senior year coming up, right? Oh uh, yes, sir. Yeah, put out the best film you can, and shoot, continue to post it to Twitter because it looks like it's helping. All right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. And thank you for everything. Um, this has really been awesome. Uh, yeah. So thank uh, you, man. It's all good. You know, I'm gonna continue to support, man. All right, awesome. I appreciate it. All right, you enjoy the rest of your day. All right, peace. Have a good one. All right, once again, that was Nick Alvarado. You guys can follow him on Twitter at Nick3Alvarado. And just follow the kid, man. Again, follow this kid's journey. Uh, he's kind of turned into a Twitter sensation, putting out these clips of him just putting on a clinic at these camps, just doing his thing. And, you know, he can't do anything about his height, but the dude's a dog. And, shoot, I take one of those type of kids any day of the week. So, yeah, man, I should have another episode coming out this week with another kid that goes to University of North Carolina. He should be a freshman this year, and he has some uh, NFL pedigree in his family. We'll get into all that right here on the Press Coverage Podcast.